I was, I was attacking their like. I was attacking their ideology. Yeah, he was attacking their pillars. You yeah. know, their foundation you know, of their conversation. Right. So they they want to suggest books. So I just start talking about you know the ideology behind who wrote the books. Right. And next thing you know, it's like I'm gonna spit in your face. <laughs> How do we get there, dog? <laughs> Like, is your argument that weak that you got to, you know, resort to violence? Yeah, I was. I See, what's funny, I didn't even read that to the next day because uh-huh. I wrote mine. I was like, all right, this is probably going to piss them off. Uh-huh. And I had something to do. I can't remember what I was doing. But I was running around that day. So I wrote it and then I had to go run around. I might have even went out or something. And then I came back and it was mad replies. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. And I read and I was like, and I saw they was talking some, some real strong words. Right. But I didn't read yeah, too it was much. Some strong words. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, y'all are funny with the insults. I'll be back. I, I might I might respond tomorrow. Uh-huh. But I didn't really read it. Then the next day, then I saw that like, oh, dudes is talking about spitting in my face. Yeah. They trying to get brolic on me in yeah, this like little. it's getting real. <laughs> this is getting serious. <laughs> Yeah, it, it got out of hand real fast. It got it, way it, out of pocket. But man. you know, like you said, that's what people do when they don't have no argument. They get real emotional and they start like threatening you, man. Like if you gotta threaten somebody to prove your point, you lost. Yeah, that's not. You lost the debate off the, automatically. Yeah, man. Especially if it's like three or four of you yeah. trying to debate one person. Right. Like you lost anyway because it takes all of y'all to try to debate me. And you still got to jump to the <laughs> violence. Oh, man. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, wow, these guys are really. It's supposed to be an intellectual oh. conversation, man. Man, a lot of people are degenerates who hide behind intellectualism. They ain't really got no stance. They don't really have no. I mean, being an intellectual without the moral component. You might as well not be anything. Just, you know what I'm saying? Because then you're caught in this whole anything means anything, nothing means anything. This this postmodern world where nothing means nothing, and then you go up to against somebody who's just like, no, this is the point. This is what I'm saying. Prove me wrong. Debate me on this point. Mm-hmm. And when they can't debate you on that, they get mad. You know, like when you take out. Like I like I told you, like I don't argue people on the specific stuff. Mm-hmm. I argue about the fu- the foundational beliefs of their ideology. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, people will get mad and fight you. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is whack. <laughs> I I mean, I, there's no other word. This shit is whack. It's whack. It's very immature. And but it's real, man. It's like that's why you got to stay out of some of that stuff. But some, sometimes it's just like, and that I didn't even pick that. I know you, you they, got tagged. They tagged yeah. me to try to troll me, right? To get me into this conversation because I had ethered on once before. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a month or two ago, I embarrassed these dudes. Then they get mad. Then he tries to come into my inbox. I ignore him. Then a couple weeks now, we jump forward to this. So because I, you know, crushed them the first time, ignored them when they try to have a private debate. You know, because I think they were scared to debate publicly on the timeline at that point. Mm-hmm. Then they start tagging me and stuff. Like, bro, you lost. What kind of game? What part of the game is that, man? Then they losing that debate and they want to threaten me. That's some feminine. That's some feminine <laughs> oh, wiles, it's man. It's not man shit. That's some feminine wiles, man. <laughs> feminine traits. 
on full display, my brother. Feminine traits. Oh, man. Not tight, dog. Yeah, yeah. Not tight. Yeah. But you know, I, this is the thing with, with social media. Sometimes you don't know who these people really, really are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we artists. So because we're artists, we got more friends than the average person. Right. And, but we got more people on our friends list who we don't know than the average person. Right. It goes both ways. And that was a perfect example of me. Like, okay, well, these are guys that I just know from some hip hop stuff. Right. 20 years ago. Right. What do I really know about these dudes' character? Right. What do I really know about, like, what they stand for as men? Mm-hmm. You know, I see them do stuff that's not anything I would do. And then I look and I'm like, look, all y'all do is complain on here all day. Mm-hmm. What makes you, like, how are you activists or whatever you're trying to portray yourself as and if you are then show us that part too. yeah show us the work too yeah i'm okay with complaining as long as you talk about some empowerment or something some action to go with it mm-hmm. i just don't like when people turn facebook into this they think activism is complaining about white people all day mm-hmm. you know and to me it's like no man activism is doing something actively in your community whatever your community may be if you are uh, you call yourself uh, an activist for women, then you need to be working, uh, creating resources or, or something, doing something in that community, mm-hmm. not just posting links all day bashing men. Mm-hmm. Men ain't shit. Men ain't shit. Men ain't shit. Women are great. Femininity's perfect. Masculinity's bad. That's not activism. Right. At least not to me. But what that's what it is now. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying that's what it's turned into. And like we've seen like activism just be like commodified. It, yeah. it's like big business yeah it is every new thing now they got the you know the resist shirts yeah it's a whole marketing thing people are getting paid off the, the black lives matter thing was you know that was trademarked mm-hmm. they were selling those shirts mm-hmm. they made a lot of money off that it was funded by you know george soros and all these people billionaires mm-hmm. you know so it's like there's big money in this and uh whenever you have big money into something and a low barrier of entry you're gonna have a lot of fraudulent activity Mm-hmm. And uh, when you call people out on this, or they try to debate you, and you just, you know, kill them, they don't know what to say. Mm. You know, they want to fight. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I don't. I just it, it just baffled me. Like you know, make your points and move on. Yeah, just 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 step make off. your points and move on. Yeah, like if if you don't agree, disagree to disagree and move on. It don't gotta yeah. go to the. To the physicals. Right, right. Because I never said nothing even slightly personal to them other than, hey, man, your ideology is a victim-based ideology. Mm-hmm. Mine is about, I say, while you read authors that make you feel more like a victim, I read authors and books that make me feel empowered. Mm-hmm. That's why you see things your way. I see things my way. Mm-hmm. Little did I know these dudes was going to be so mad. But that goes to show you that was a dark, man. Yeah. That dart just hit him like, oh, <laughs> hit him with that stake to the heart, man. That was that. <laughs> and they took it personal. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you, when you deal with somebody's ideology, I guess, then they start taking things personal. Like, you're talking about yeah. them as a person and not the things that they believe. Yeah. The things that you believe in you as a person. I mean, they should be, you know, symbiotic, but at the same time. Don't take it as I'm punching you in the face. No. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the things that you're standing on. Yeah. The things that you're talking about. Yeah. That has nothing to do with you spitting in my face. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, that's my thing. Like, you know, everybody has their free will to talk about what they want, believe what they want. But when it crosses the line, 
that's that's where I have a problem. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. That's where I have a and problem. And that's the thing, like, I'm no tough guy. Mm-hmm. I know tough guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, that's how that's all I ever have to say. I'm no tough guy. I know tough guys. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've never ran away from a fight. Right. I've been in many fights. Mm-hmm. Those who know me know that I've 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 been in fights, mm-hmm. but I'm not a tough guy. Right. Anybody who's been in any number of fights knows that you will lose yeah losing is a part of fighting right so i never talk shit like yeah oh you gonna when they threaten me i don't say nothing yeah because i just think to myself well what happens if we cross paths one day right are you still gonna be talking like that right so i'm not gonna escalate nothing i'm just gonna fall back and let them play the tough guy role because i don't really have nothing to gain and you know these situations are just it's stupid stupid who wants to go to jail over this nobody who wants to be hurt you know like your family's inconvenience because it's something that started online it's just mm-hmm. i can't take it man to me it's like but but there are people who do this and i think they know their goal is to basically silence all dissenting opinions mm-hmm. anyone who has an opinion that is different they sense they they seek to silence that and that's some coward shit right that's some coward shit right and so whether you're right or wrong it's that's some coward shit because you know you can't debate that person and to me i said this on twitter a couple weeks ago i said look all these people who are trying to shut down these people whose opinion they don't like should just debate these people and embarrass them right because if you're on the side of right yeah and if you understand your argument and their argument you should be able to crush them in any debate. Mm-hmm. Any idea that is not sound will not stand up under close scrutiny. And if you can't bow out gracefully and live to fight another day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why can't you? What's wrong with losing every now and then? Oh, man. Fools don't want to. They don't want to take that loss. Like, sometimes losing, it it, it teaches you some shit. Oh, totally. I've been in, in, in debates and I got crushed where, where I, didn't, I didn't know what I thought I knew. Right. And someone challenged what. I thought I knew. Yeah. And it made me go back and reevaluate right. everything. Like, wow. And I've watched people get crushed and I'm like, oh, I'm learning here. Mm-hmm. There are two sides of that story. Right. And and so I, I firmly believe these people, they don't want to debate because they know that nine times out of ten, their their argument is not solid enough or their knowledge isn't solid enough. Right. They just have an emotional response to somebody. You know, I tell motherfuckers all the time, I say, look, man, if it's almost unfair, and I'll say before I say this, I'll say this. I get why people want to fight things like "quote unquote" racism, mm-hmm. right? I get that, but what I don't understand is that how people are labeling people Nazis, but not willing to debate these people. Right. To me, it's like, how can everybody be a goddamn Nazi? Right. Are you just labeling anybody that's on the right a Nazi mm-hmm. so you don't have to debate them? Because this shit doesn't hold up under scrutiny. Right. Nazism doesn't hold up under scrutiny. So you should be rushing to debate these people, not set, you know, the University of Berkeley on fire and break windows and, mm-hmm. and mace women just because you don't want them to, to speak something that's unpopular and probably has plenty of holes in it. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying it's our responsibility to poke holes in that shit. Right. Like, like you look at old uh, videos of like uh, uh, Malcolm X, mm-hmm. and he would be on regular television debating dudes with the yeah. opposite opinion. It was all civil. Yeah, shutting them down. Shutting them down. Doing th- <laughs> you know, doing that. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't. 
you know, he ain't spitting nobody's face. Nope. You know what I'm saying? He never raised his voice. No fisticuffs. Nope. You know what I'm saying? No violence. Nope. It was you know? beautiful. Yeah. And I would encourage everybody that's uh, listening to this to go watch. Go go YouTube some of Malcolm X's debates. Mm-hmm. And he would just be on regular television. And it would be like two or three people kind of against him. He'd be by himself. Right. And they will be debating him on the merits of Islam, what Islam has to say about white people, what Islam has to say about racism, what Elijah Muhammad. They was testing him on all these values that seem to be extreme back then. Mm-hmm. Nationalism. Right. And, and, and I'm saying that if he was able to stand on his square then and us having the Internet and all these things and bullet, bullet, books and knowledge, we should be able to stand on our square now right. and debate people who we think have flawed ideologies mm-hmm. that are not good. And, and so, uh, not just fight them, right? Because that don't do nothing. No, it doesn't. And then you put them in a situation where now people are going to have sympathy for them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that proves their. You're, when you do that, it proves their point. When you take it outside of the, the the intellectual arena, you prove your opposition's point in a lot of ways. Especially if they're talking about you being uncivilized. Come on now. Then you're you're gonna just act uncivilized. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna kowtow and you know fall victim to what they're saying about you. Straight up. Instead of debating why you why you are civilized. Thank you. Instead of showing them why you're uncivilized. Yeah. Or just walk through the history of everything right. that led to this point. You know, like if you know everything that you should know, you should be able to crush anybody on any topic that you're debating. Mm-hmm. But what I found is some people they don't like to look, they only know their side. Right. They don't want to debate the opposite side. Like if if you want to know something, study both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had discussions with people online about the education debate. Yeah, and I think I know the most about it now because I started studying the opposite side. Mm-hmm. So when I see people say, "Oh my gosh, they're trying to destroy public schools," I don't get emotionally attached because right. I know that that's how that side of the argument is going to frame it. Right, and I know how the other side is going to frame it. Right. Oh well, this side is going to say, "Okay, cool, we're for." school choice because we're seeing good results in these instances with these situations Mm -hmm. and we think that if this is rolled out on a larger level it will create x y and z right but the average person will just get mad and call you racist or call somebody racist if they say that they want to you know want school choice right so it's like wait a minute this is not how we should be going about it we get too emotional and nothing gets done yeah you know somebody threaten you (laughs) (laughs) that's that's super (laughs) whack Oh man, <laughs> whackness, whackness. Yeah, but you yeah, know man. this internet beef, man. Yeah, that's hey, that's where we at. Today. Internet beef, hey, internet beef. It, yeah, man, it can get um, it can get ugly. It can get very ugly. It can get very ugly. You know. Escalate extremely quickly. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And so we're gonna talk about that today. We're gonna talk about internet beef, man, and like how to avoid. You know, fatal internet beef, man. Yeah, fatal internet yeah, beef, literally. Yeah, we got a story we're going to share, and uh, we're going to talk into, like, how to avoid these situations, man, because, you know, we've been talking about my situation, and it, naturally, there's some things I could have done to avoid it even further. Right. But, you know, I'm a smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I like a good debate. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, I make no apologies about that. <laughs> right. But I don't threaten people if right. they, you know, are winning, you know. Right. I, I try not to take things personally. You know, but we're going to talk about that today, man, because a lot of things are getting out of hand and the more prominent social media becomes in our lives, the more instances we're going to have for conflict. Yeah. The more the media seeks to incite our uh, emotion, the more riled up we're going to get about some of these issues. And I think it's ultimately counterproductive, but we just got to have a, a, a template in place 
to protect ourselves from internet beef. This is true. And so uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Word. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping a culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk Talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Yeah, 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 <laughs> back in the building. The most infamous, man. The most infamous. Where can where can the people go to hear stuff like this, man? Nowhere. I think we are the realest. We are. Oh, um, side note. Mm-hmm. Special shout out to my dude Catalyst. Yeah. Bo going in for chemo today. Oh, that's today? Yeah, he going in yeah. for his first chemo treatment. So prayers with you, man. You know, come oh, home. That's a long process. It's a very long process. It's a long so, process. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Random shout out. Random shout out, <laughs> you know. Hey. You know, some of you may know him from the cold out here joint. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we talking about internet beef. Internet beef gone bad. <laughs> and so uh, when it goes too far. Yeah, like it, like we were talking about in an intro. I had you know a situation last week where I had to basically like uh, you know ban and block a couple cats who were like quote unquote friends right on my Facebook who quote were just, unquote who were just taking things too far and like uh, you know threatening me waking up you know to 20 30 tags right from arguments that i already said i wasn't you know debates i feel like i already won mm-hmm. just by you know i just said my piece and spoke off and they were just kind of trying to just keep escalating and escalating and escalating yeah and uh ultimately you got to take the, the higher road but uh i saw this story and i want to i want to play this story this is from uh uh this is black sports online i think or but this is a story about uh, St. Augustine, Florida. And uh, this is about two Florida men. The title of the story is two Florida men settle their beef, their online beef in person, both killed. Crazy. So I'm going to play this. And we're going to come back and talk about it. All right. We're covering St. John's County. An exchange of gunfire leaves two people dead in St. Augustine. It happened yesterday morning outside a convenience store. Channel 4's Chris Parento joins us live. Deputies say the shooting was the result of an online dispute. Scott, it was, according to investigators, and they say that online dispute had been ongoing for some time. It led to them meeting up at this convenience store and then the shooting taking place while many people were going into and coming out of that store. A neighbor who asked not to be identified says she was inside her home when gunfire started across the street in the parking lot of King's Food Mart. It was like about close to 10 o'clock. I heard like maybe 10, 15 rounds. 
and what was going through your mind? I was scared. I'm not going to even lie. I closed the door and told the kids to just sit down until we actually find out what was really going on. It wasn't until hours after the shooting that the detectives learned 30-year-old Elroy Ashley and 25-year-old Canyon Molitor agreed to meet here to settle a previous dispute. But it was a dispute that turned bloody when police say both men started shooting at each other as customers entered and exited the store. The exchange of gunfire left both men wounded. Molitor died at the scene. The second individual was picked up by someone who knew him, we believe, placed into a private vehicle and transported to a local hospital here, Flagler Hospital. Hours after arriving at the hospital, Ashley died from his injuries as doctors tried to save his life. Neighbors and even detectives say fatal shootings in St. Augustine are rare. It's not something that you wake up every day or every week and be like, oh, let's see who got killed. I mean, for somebody to get their life taken, it's crazy. Certainly not what we want to see in the community. Uh, this community has a vast number of wonderful people in it. Um, but, of course, there are in every community, there are some elements uh, at various levels. And in this case, uh, these individuals uh, met with firearms, and, and that's never a positive thing. Off camera, we spoke to one of Molitor's relatives. That person told us family learned of the fatal shooting while attending a relative's birthday party. The person we spoke to asked that the family be left alone during this difficult time. Mr. Jack's crime and safety analyst Gil Smith says despite both men being dead, investigators will still likely talk with family members of each of them and try to see any more information they can find out about this online feud and try to make sure that nobody tries to retaliate. Live this morning, I'm Chris Parento, Channel 4, The Local Station. Crazy. Wow. Crazy. I don't know if I've ever heard anything like that before. Me neither. Never. Like, I've known about guys, like, trying to meet up to square up. Yeah, to fight. Yeah, I've seen on Twitter where a guy tried to meet somebody there, mm -hmm. and the other guy didn't show and clowned him on Twitter. Yeah, I saw that, too. But I've never heard of this. Nah, this is this is way, way far. Yeah. I mean, they to say the least. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, like, come on. This is as far as it can go. Yeah, both of them and yes. killed each other. Ugh. It's crazy. To I me. mean, we don't even know what they were arguing about. No, and what was funny is we may never know. Yeah, we may never know. They'll just know. They'll just say, "Oh, well, you know, it started out online. Mm -hmm. They took it into the real world. Now both of them are dead." That's crazy. Let Let's meet at the corner store and shoot it out and settle this. <sighs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Man, speechless over there. Yeah, like like <laughs> shit like this. Shit like this, man, you never want to respond to nothing online. Good boy, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, not even a positive. Like, you only want to tell nobody happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you never know how they might take it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we're in a really odd climate right now. It's fucking for nuts. Online. And I think, I think a lot of it is uh, there's a real polarization of political things right now where people are feeling that there's, you know, like the lines are so like... I don't know, like even on Tinder right now, like if you voted for Trump, if you're not a liberal, swipe left. It's a dating question now, bro. What? Yeah. Trump is an official dating question on all what on de online dating now. Wow. Women are putting that in their description. Wow. I just want to date somebody who doesn't accept Trump. I just want somebody who you have to be a liberal. You wow. have to be this. You can't just. Yo, it's crazy. Mm. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't, this shit's too far. Very polarizing, man. And and these guys doing it, 
I saw this, it just jumped out to me immediately. Like, wow. Yeah, like it's, I don't know. I don't know how, I, I, I would have never, ever thought some shit like this would pop off. But it can. I mean, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that story should be uh, widely distributed. Like, I should be hearing about that everywhere. Yeah, like this should be on CNN and, oh, come on. you know, nightly news. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because man. if people knew that that's where it could go in real life, I don't think they would take it there like they do. Yeah, with people, man. But so. you never know, man. Some some people just want to play the tough guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with their Twitter fingers, it's true. You know what I'm saying? Internet tough. Yeah. You know, keyboard tough dudes. And I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause you might show up and get you know some shit like this could happen, or you might show up and just get your ass beat. Yeah, yeah. Or you, you messing might, with the wrong person. Or let's say you win, and then you have to look over your shoulder for the rest of your life. Right. You know, because I mean, obviously they were in the same city. Yeah, or at least close enough yep, to right. where they could meet up. You know, so you never know. No, nah, it's bad. It's very bad. Super bad. Uh, so how do we avoid this? Man? How do we avoid it? Because <laughs> nobody wants to end up like that. Throw away your computer. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay the fuck off Facebook. Get off Facebook and Twitter. Rule you know number one. <laughs> Stay the fuck off Facebook, man. You know. Jeez. But nah, we got a we got we got four rules, man. Yeah, four. four strategies to avoid this, man. Because this is this is the future. I have a feeling. And that's a sad fucking future, man. Yeah. You know, it's hard enough to not beef with people in real life. Yeah. Now you get online, someone will want to come find you over something you said. Yeah. I mean, my, my kids just got into a fight a couple weeks ago about some shit that started on, on Instagram about some chick. And then it graduated into, you know, people talking about people's moms and grandmas <laughs> and all that. And then, you know, they ended up fighting. What about your grandma, though? Right. Oh, you talking about my grandmama? Right. You oh, know hell no. You ain't talking about my grandma. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it escalated into, you know, my oldest son beating this little boy's ass behind the crib. You yeah. know what I mean? But it just, it all started on some Instagram stuff. See? That's the future, man. That's so uh, stupid, man. Rule number one. Number one. Man, how do you avoid this? Rule number one, you have to know who you're dealing with. Yes. I know it may seem like impossible to know who you're dealing with, mm -hmm. but one easy way to know who you're dealing with is a past history. Yeah. Do you have any history with this person? And I don't mean like, oh, yeah, I'll be liking his photos on Instagram. Right. That's my man. We used to hoop together. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. I mean, did you grow up with him? Mm -hmm. Do you know some of their family? Do they know some of your family? Did y'all go to church together? Did y'all go to school together? Did y'all actually, is their number in your phone? Right. Did y'all interact outside of social media? Yes. You know, have y'all ever interacted? Right. Or do you know someone that interacts with this person outside can, of social media? Can you vouch for their character? Right. And furthermore, looking at their social media profile, what do you see? Mm -hmm. Do you see uh, activity that is of a mature, level-headed person? Right. Or do you see activity that is of an insecure, an angry, a resentful person with a chip on their shoulder? Mm -hmm. It's night and day. And the police use it. Yeah. The FBI look at all your yeah. social media profiles. Employers use that <laughs> shit. So why shouldn't we? Right. When evaluating who we should be interacting with online. And when it comes to this kind of beef and these kind of disagreements, it could go from something as simple as, you know, sports. Right. A sports debate can turn into someone getting really, really hurt. Yes. You see it at these football games all the time. People all the in time. the stands fighting. People getting hospitalized over sports. 
of all things but even smaller things than that are yes. getting people hurt mm-hmm. and so you got to be able to take a step back look at that person and make a call as to who they are as a person mm-hmm. what they're about and and are they the kind of person who you really can afford to get into this shit with right yeah are they going to take it there are they going to take it too far you know like i don't know and one of the things that i always find interesting about social media is that a lot of times you know people can create a personality on social media so you know they could be a bitch yep you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like straight, straight up, up. Yep. but you know everything about their social media say that they a hard ass so you never really know who you're dealing with and do you really want to take that chance Yes. You know, is your life or your well-being worth you taking that chance just because they said something, you know, something off, you know, about your favorite sports team or, you know, about you as a person or some, yeah. you know, some some other shit. You know what I mean? Is it really worth it? It's true. Uh, I, I, there's a saying that, that, you know, I've seen a couple people say online and they talk about how we should never associate ourselves with people who have nothing to lose. Right. A lot of people, when they are hanging out with people if you look at who you used to drink with and party with and kick it with it was a bunch of people who had nothing to lose yes and because they had nothing to lose they were okay with getting in fights with disrespecting people who worked in venues with escalating things with trying to intimidate people trying to clown and you know like to really take things to a place to where they shouldn't have done it right but they only did it because they didn't have anything to lose Mm -hmm. once you start hanging out with people with nothing to lose you become subject to their, you know, whims, right. if you will. Yeah. And whereas if you look at someone who has everything to lose, they carry themselves differently. Very differently. So like my situation with these cats, I approach it like, yeah, I'll debate you for a second. But right. ultimately, I have more to lose than you ever will. Way more. And because I have more to lose in terms of, you know, uh, my, what I consider my my reputation, my art, all of this stuff. That ultimately is going to make me conduct myself differently mm-hmm. than someone else. Right. So, so always ask yourself, what do they have to lose? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and if they got something to lose, then uh, you might be able to 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 deal with them. Mm-hmm. You know, like a family man obviously is more invested than right. someone without the family. Right. You know, someone who's a professional is typically more invested than someone who's an amateur, right. a hobbyist. Mm-hmm. And these are ways that you should really evaluate people to kind of see where they stand yeah and the point is always think before you act you know what i'm saying do your research make sure that what you're getting yourself into is worth what the possible outcomes would be you know make sure that you are actually thinking about how this can affect your life your future even the lives of the people that you're involved with because you never know man you get into you get in something with somebody and you end up beating their ass you could you could hurt them really bad Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you could yeah, yeah. get sued. You totally. know what I'm saying? So totally. some ain't no telling what could happen, you know, so make sure you evaluate what you're doing, who you're dealing with. Who and if it's even with, worth man? it, who you're dealing with, man, because like everyone is different. Mm-hmm. Like I've noticed there are guys and, and you notice, you see this all the time when you grow up in the hood. The guys who often end up becoming the most violent, sometimes are the guys who were bullied, mm-hmm. who when they were little, they were the guys who did something because they were scared right not because they were the tough guy i remember this kid used to live on the street his name was jay i think i probably was like 10 or 11 he probably was six and he had a reputation for chasing dudes down the street with knives mm-hmm. like every four or five months somebody would do something to little jay 
and you'll see Jay run in the house and everybody was scattered because we knew he was coming back with a butcher knife uh-huh. and he was chasing whoever did or said something to him uh-huh. down the block <laughs> and the game the game was over everything was over right. he was notorious for this mm-hmm. but we just used to accept it like yep little Jay gonna get that knife again yeah but he did it because he was always the smallest kid of his age he wasn't like a tough guy but once he lost it and started crying he was gonna clear out the block <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's wild. The block, man. And this is what we got to look at. Don't look at everything in black and white. Like, okay, this guy's a tough guy because he's big or he's strong. Mm-hmm. And this guy over here who's smaller is obviously soft. It doesn't work like that. Nah, it doesn't. You never know what people have been through. So tip number one is know who you're dealing with. Word. Word. Straight the fuck up. Straight up. Number two, we should do number two while we're here. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And you kind of touched on it. Mm-hmm. Rule number two yeah. is uh, evaluate the consequences. Yes, think about what the fuck can happen. Evaluate the consequences, man. Yeah. The yeah. pros, the cons. Right. What's really going on out here? A lot of times people look at it and they say, oh man, you know, uh, they look at it, okay, well, once I win, mm-hmm. when I embarrass this guy. Right. When after I knock this fool out, right? Once I shoot up his crib, drinks on me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like they always frame everything from the victory, right? You know, perspective, right? right. Oh, after I whoop your ass, then what right. you gonna say? Right, right. They'll never think about what if I get shot, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Once I show up on your block, then what you gonna do? Right. When they should be asking, oh yeah, what if I get? Sh- what if he has a gun? Right. What if he has goons? What if he's waiting on me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, what if? What if he's prepared for this? Right. What if this is nothing to him? Right. What if he does this all the time? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what is this? Is just a Tuesday for him? Right. You know, right. Like, what is? You know, because <laughs> some people don't know. There's people who are just like matter of fact about beef. Right. It's just like, oh, word, this is where we going. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm about to fuck you up. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is what I do. I yeah, do this. Right, like I'm you not know? a rah rah guy, but you know, from those who heard the, like the the story about the knife and yeah. like, the Kroger thing, right? I wasn't tripping. Yeah, I was like, oh, let me just grab this. Knife. <laughs> <laughs> let me get this paring knife real quick. <laughs> I had to stab this dude up on the way back to right. the shop, and it wasn't no, oh man, I'm soft, I'm a punk. It was like, well, you see the hammer, me? <laughs> right, gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> You know? And the world is filled with people like that. Mm-hmm. And you don't know till you push somebody to that point what they're capable of. So just be careful not to push nobody to that point. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to escalate things with people. But if you're going to do it, man, you better evaluate the consequences. Yeah. And, and, and also evaluate it, like we said before, that it's not just about you talking about uh, or you evaluate in terms of, okay, what happens to me mm-hmm. if I win? Right. You should be thinking about what happens next right it's not just what happens if i win when i win right after i whoop your ass right it should be okay what happens after i whoop your ass and there are 20 people there and they jump in right once i start winning or one of them call the cops yeah one of them call the cops and i catch an assault charge right am i prepared do i have priors can I probation? <laughs> right, right. Can right. i afford to lose my job for going to jail mm-hmm. going to court for this can i afford a lawyer right now right because you, when you start fighting and getting into these things, it's so much more complicated than just showing up and, and whooping somebody's ass. Right. I'm sure both of these guys in St. Augustine thought, I'm going to show up. He's not going to be about nothing. Right. I'm going to pull out this hammer, let him know, and then he's going to bitch up and go back home. Right. I don't think they really thought that they were going to show up and the other guy was going to ha- have a gun too. Right. 
And then there's no turning back. Yeah, there's no at all. Because you pull it. If both of y'all pulling, oh, it's no turning back. Yeah, there's no turning back. Because at, at least point. if one guy doesn't have it and the one does, the guy with it will hesitate. Right. Like, oh, shit, he doesn't have a gun. Yeah, I'm not going, you know. I can't pull this out. Right. But if he has a gun, to, it's like, oh, yeah. okay, somebody got to go. Somebody got to go. It's either him or me. Yeah. You can't de-escalate it from that point. Yes. And I don't think they truly, truly thought about the consequences because you got to think about the worst case scenario. What mm-hmm. happens to your family if, if you can't go to work? Right. What happens to your house mm-hmm. if the mortgage ain't in there when it's supposed to come out? Yeah. Because you're in jail for 90 days. Yeah. People got to think. You know, I talk to my kids about this stuff all the time. This is about fighting in general because they... You know, they, they get in the fights here and there. You know, like my middle son last year, he was like fighting all the time, getting suspended from school and stuff. I mean, he's he's not doing that shit this year. Thank God. But, you know, I would ha- I always have to talk to him like what you have to think about what's going to happen after this. Right. You know, what I'm saying like you you want to be, you know, play football. You want to do this. You want to do that. If you known for fighting and you known for being a troublemaker, no matter how good you are, no school's going to want you playing for them. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to want to hire you for a job if you're known to be a troublemaker. Like you have to think about what this does to your reputation as a person, what this does to your future. You know, you you can't just think in the moment like, you know, I got to take care of this fool. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that my rep is still tight. No one cares. No (laughs) one cares. Like, Because when you start getting to where it really matters, then you're going to be thinking like, dang. Only if I would have thought before I punched that dude in the face. It's a fact. You know what I'm saying? It's a fact. And, and, and you know, obviously, when you're younger, it's harder to make that long term right. decision because you're not really thinking like, oh, this could be affecting me when I'm 18, when I'm mm-hmm. 20, when I'm 21. And, and these things, they really do affect you. They do. And, and you can't think just because you're young. There's no consequences. Yeah, that's what you got parents for, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we around for. And sadly, some kids don't even have good parenting. Right. To, t- to have that conversation with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they end up doing stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know, man. I mean, consequences to me, it's just I have friends who have been on trial in jail for all kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, me too. Fed time. Mm-hmm. And one thing all of them say after their second time in there, they say, I can't do no more of those. Mm-hmm. There's, they was like, when I was young, I could, I could do that time no problem. Right. I could do three years. I could do five years. I could do seven. Once they get out and they like thirty something, right? They don't want nothing to do with jail. Right. And and that gives them incentive to just be on a straight and narrow mm-hmm. because they've evaluated the consequences. I mean, ideally, we wouldn't want it to come to all that. Right. Of course. Of but course. but now, sometimes that's what it takes for some people. Though. Exactly. You know, exactly. To change their lifestyle, man. So that's number two. Evaluate the consequences. Yes, sir. We'll take a break. Word. Over the last several months, as the podcast has been growing, people have been asking how they can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast. Well, here's three simple ways to support the podcast. Number one, spread the word. This is the easiest and most effective way to support the podcast. In fact, it's free and doesn't cost you a thing. So there's no reason not to do it. If you're listening to us and like what we do, please take a couple of seconds and share the podcast on your social media pages. So whether you have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's highly likely that you've got some friends who share similar interests and tastes and would dig the podcast too. 
That helps bring more listeners to the podcast and it helps us grow. The second way you can help support Super Duty Tough Work is to comment and rate. Now, if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, give your boys that five-star rating. We need that. The more five-star ratings and comments we have, the higher our show ranks and the easier it becomes for people to find it. If you're on SoundCloud, there's a heart icon next to each episode on the left side. That's the like button. Hit that like button while you're listening. Also, add a comment while you're listening and join the discussion. All feedback is welcome. The third way you can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, the most valuable podcast on planet Earth, is to support our music. As you know, Illogic and I are artists. We both put out albums. Illogic makes albums. Buy his albums. I make albums and books. Anytime you support our music, you are supporting the making of the show. You can find my music, books, and t-shirts at waitlist.net. That's the word, waitlist.net. Go there, pick up something, and know that what you spent your money on is an investment back into creative projects like Super Duty Tough Work. In fact, I have a sale going on right now where you can get all three of my books for just $25. I'll even sign the books for you if you request it in your order form. So there you have it. That's three separate ways you can support the podcast. The first two cost you nothing. We thank you for your support already. Back to the show. Nikki's just gonna put bitch out. We all know she's not she not cut from that cloth. She's not about that life. <laughs> no. She don't want no no smoke. <laughs> <laughs> word, word, word. Uh, Back in the building. Yes. MVP. Uh. You know what I mean? They know who it is. Super duty. They know what it is. Mm-hmm. Super duty tough work, boy. Word. Upside your head, boy. Word. Head buses. <laughs> <laughs> we the head bussing. Podcast head bussing. Head bussing. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Avoided beef, man. We done hit y'all with the first two. We gonna hit y'all with number three. And this is one that everybody kind of does. Yeah. It's kind of important. Yes. Number three way to avoid this stuff is don't make personal attacks. Yes. Don't do it. Don't. 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 Because that's what that's when things get out of uh, hand. That's I mean, when things can get out of hand. Things can get out of hand without you even doing that. Right. Right. True. True. But once you say something personal, yeah. people can't back down. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that like certain people's level of pride is so high. Yes. That a simple disagreement comes off as a personal attack to them. Right. Because they got this chip on their shoulder. Yeah. Always feel like they got to prove something. Oh, especially like you look at intellectually mm-hmm. people who, who think that they're like intellectually superior the chip on their shoulder is about their intellect. Yeah, it's huge. Huge. You yeah. know, some people have a chip on their shoulder that's about physicality, being mm-hmm. the biggest dude, the toughest guy, et cetera, et cetera. But then when you start dealing with this stuff online, everything's magnified. You have an audience. Yeah. And once you take it there and you say something personal to a dude. And everybody's watching. Woo! It's no different than high school when right. you slap somebody in the back of the neck. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, like right. when you would do something to somebody like that in middle school or high school, mm-hmm. and a whole class would say, Ooh. "Yeah, it's like you got to do something. <laughs> what you gonna do? Ooh. What you gonna do?" Doug, <laughs> <laughs> no, I got in a fight once in a seventh grade with this eighth grader, right? 
So it was this eighth grader. His name was John. What was his name? John something. Mm-hmm. But he was a little short for eighth grader. So mm-hmm. I was taller than him in seventh grade. But there was these sixth graders. And one of the sixth graders, they was like my size and bigger. Uh-huh. So these sixth graders was really fucking with him. He was uh-huh. an eighth grader. Uh-huh. They was slapping his hat off. Slapping him in the back of the neck on the bus. <laughs> I was sitting two seats back from them. I didn't have nothing to do with this. Right. I didn't even kick it with them sixth graders like that. I only had like two friends on the bus because uh-huh. we lived in an opposite neighborhood and had to walk through this other neighborhood to get there. So I had no crew, no posse. Don't you know, these dudes was slapping this dude in the back of the neck, clowning me. Mm-hmm. And the whole bus is like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Right. Don't let them sixth graders do that to you. This fool gets up and comes after me. This came at you? Came at me. Like he was part of the crew? Yeah. That's I was funny. like, he was like, yeah, what you laughing at? And I was like, what are you looking at me for? <laughs> They're right. He walked past them, bro. That's funny as To hell. get to me. That's funny as hell. <laughs> I was like, I was so confused to get to me. And so after it was all, so I'm thinking, okay, yeah, he tripping. I was like, hey, man, I was just, I'm laughing like everybody else is, bro. Like, we ain't, you know, mm. I get out. I, I'm walking home. You know, we got like 15-minute walk home. This fool comes out and he's ready to squab. He squares up with me. Now, meanwhile, the two kids who was 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 punking him, he they gone. He didn't <laughs> say a word to them. They say nothing to them. Yeah. Wow. This dude rolled on me. I had to fight him twice that year. Wow. I beat him the first time. Then the second time, he straight up stole on me, snuck me. <laughs> and it was at the end of the year. So we fought at the beginning of the year and the end of the year when That's I thought crazy. the beef was done. Right. You know? And this guy, but all because I laughed. And it just, I, I tell that story because I want people to know that, like, the public embarrassment mm-hmm. that people feel, especially online, right. is magnified. Yeah, it's huge. They may, you may not get any likes on that comment or retweets, mm-hmm. but best believe that when you burn somebody people saw it <laughs> right people saw it and especially and it's crazy on facebook because you know your mom is your friend yeah you know your girl is your friend <laughs> you know your kids oh. you know what i'm saying the whole fam is watching mm. you know so if something happened mm. and you get burnt it feels real personal because <laughs> it's like you know it's like it's like when you are in middle school and you know you in the middle of the circle and it's like the whole school is circle around you. Yeah, you know what I'm like, saying. Oh, I know you ain't gonna take right. that. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the shoulders bump. Shoulder bumping. Yeah, it's yeah. like shoulder. That like that's what it is. Like that's what a debate online is like. Yes. You know, because everybody's watching. Everybody that can watch is watching. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if that shoulder bump get too hard and you don't swing, yeah, it could be all bad for you. You yeah. know, going around your friends and stuff, you're gonna get clowned. I also want to add that, like, for certain people, even though it may not be personal to you, someone may have a view of you that makes it personal. Right. Right. And so, like, what's funny is, like, these situations that I was referring to on Facebook, I had friends text me when they saw the stuff kind of in disbelief. And they were saying, why are these dudes saying this to you like this? Mm -hmm. You're not saying anything that's really crazy or deserves this kind of response. Right. And they were just like there has to be some jealousy there. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, I never looked at it like that. I was like, these dudes are just emotional. Mm-hmm. But my, my outsiders were just like, I think these dudes secretly don't like you at all anyway. Right. Or that they're kind of like jealous of some shit. Like you can't say shit because they secretly have some resentment towards you. 
Yeah, you hate me because you ain't me, motherfucker. <laughs> nah, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Haters. Hi, haters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hi to my haters. You know? <laughs> you know? But it, it sometimes you can be in a position where people will automatically resent you. Right. And that can go for being in a position of authority. Mm-hmm. You may be, a, a teacher would know what this is like to have an entire group of people resent them, not for what they've said or done, but for their position of authority. Right. Uh, you have to deal with that. Leadership comes with that. Knowing that someone else could say exactly what you said and they would accept it. Mm-hmm. But when you say it, it's a point of contention. Of course. I mean, parents go through that. That's true. Parents, you know what I'm saying? parents go through that all day because, you know, your kid's best friend could tell them, you know, don't go down that street. And they'd be like, all right, cool. But you tell them it's like, why are you always trying to control my life? You know, <laughs> like it's it's crazy. It's crazy. But it's so <laughs> So true, man. <laughs> Why you trying to dad on me like that? Can't you just let me live, dad? Right, right. Damn, like, mom. And like, boy, like, yo, I don't think you should do that. Yeah, you know what? You right, dog. <laughs> you so, what? You so right, dog. Right. Man, I appreciate you as a friend. Right, you right. always be keeping me out of trouble. Yeah, man. Thanks for looking out. You know? <laughs> Saying the same shit the as same parents shit. been saying. <laughs> this shit is so true. He the hero now. Right, right, right. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, so don't take it personal. Don't don't make personal attacks. Yeah, yeah, don't make personal attacks. And then also, like you're saying, don't take it personal. Yeah, yeah. Because people are going to say things to you, sometimes personal, because they want things to escalate. Yeah, they want to take it there. Yeah. Because they, they ain't got nothing else to do. Come on. They ain't got nothing else to do, nowhere else to go. <laughs> they done ran out of points to argue. Right. Now it's like, I bet I could beat your ass, though. Right. Right. It always comes back to that in the right, hood. Right, right. You can't fight though. Right, right. Yeah, so what, smart guy? I'll whoop your ass though. Right. You know, right. what you know about these hands. Right. Fuck that math problem. So with that fade though, fool. You know, who want to catch the fade? You know, <laughs> they hit you with all that because they lost the debate. And this is kind of what we were talking about at the beginning. You're just like, how did they take it there? Because, I, you know, I challenge a dude's ideology, the books he's reading, uh-huh. and he wants to spit in my face and fight me. Right. Like, I never said anything like, yeah, you a loser. You blah blah blah. <laughs> right. I never said nothing personal about that. You know, I just said this is what y'all believe, and I just don't subscribe to it because X, Y, and Z. Right. And prove me otherwise. But these guys were ready yeah. to make it personal. They start talking about my rap career. Right. Oh, that's why you ain't got no black fans. Your music don't count. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, what does that have to do with ad, this argument? Yes, ad hominem attack. If I ever saw one, right? Like, like what does that have to do with the <laughs> argument? Hey, you know, has nothing to do with it. Nothing man. at all. Yeah, you need to update your website. <laughs> Fool, tell me I need to update my website. Come on, that's why your tour dates is old. <laughs> I'll spit in your face. What? What does yeah, that have man. to do with anything I just wrote, bro? Come on, you know, but, come on. but people will say that shit because they're trying to to trap you. All right. Trying to push you into this lane of being irrational, you know what I mean? And if you've been rational the whole time and calm, it just burns their, it chaps their fucking ass. Kill them with kindness, man. Kill them. Just, just state your point. Like you say, you state your point, you step off. If you don't say nothing personal, then their personal attacks on you make them look more immature. Yeah, make them look weak. Yeah, because look, make them look like they can't argue. Yeah, straight the fuck up. Like their points don't matter. Yeah, and they really don't. Right. No. <laughs> What it boiled down to yeah, it. Yeah, basically, <laughs> y'all fools ain't got no points, though. Your logic is fucked up, partner. <laughs> Fall back. You don't want this work. Word. You know, but yeah, that's number three, which is uh, don't 
make personal attacks, man. Word. Uh, shit, should we do this last joint? Yeah, this might as well. Yeah, last joint. Okay. This one is very important. Don't escalate it. Yeah, don't take it there. Number four, don't escalate it. Don't dude. take it there. Please don't. I know it's tempting. Mm-hmm. I know you're thinking, I know this dude is a bitch. I could fuck him up. Yeah, I slapped the dog <laughs> shit out of him if he ever stepped up to me. Right. You might be thinking that, but as we spoke about earlier, and evaluate the consequences, you don't really know who these people are. Right. People are who they portray themselves to be online. And sometimes when you escalate things, they they go somewhere where you really, really, really don't want it to go. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, you all look foolish. Right. You know, I was reminded today about this, about um, like way, way back in the days, there was a, this was like 02, 01, when like Cannibal Ox and LP had like beef with this guy named Will High. Mm-hmm. You, I don't know if you remember that. It I remember like, it. I don't I mean, remember the details of it, but it. I it remember, started on yeah. like Hip Hop Infinity mm-hmm. or Phil Flavor. I think it was no Hip Hop Infinity. It started on a message board where some guy named Will High said something about LP's music or something or LP. And then LP got on a message board and said something back to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just escalated. And then I don't know how somehow it, it got into some physical stuff, but basically this guy ends up being, uh, you know, they say this guy is like six foot seven, Mm -hmm. 275 pound guy. Mm -hmm. I I don't know, but that's what he was telling everybody. Like, look, I'm six foot seven, 300 pounds. Right. Y'all don't want no problems with me. Right. So I guess ultimately what happened was that Vortal and uh, Vass had a Canox show. Mm -hmm. LP wasn't even there. Vortal doesn't, I don't think Vortal even knew much about this situation. Knowing Vortal, this guy catches Vortal, by himself in the bathroom, breaks Vortal's jaw. I remember that. Cannibal Ox's career from that point was never the same. Mm-hmm. They were not, unable to tour for like a year, year at their peak. Mm-hmm. This is when Cannibal Ox was like at their peak of, right. you know, to be that next thing. And uh, Vortal basically disappeared for like three or four years. Yeah, That thing happened and he just fell off the map. I mean, naturally, if you're if you're a vocalist and your jaw gets broken. Yeah. What are you? Yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, man? Mm-hmm. It's not like you're like papered up and can really afford this kind of thing. And uh, that whole situation just kind of uh, it really highlights like why we got to be careful when mm-hmm. we escalate these situations because sometimes it's not that we intend to escalate these situations. It's just that every, we don't know who these people are, right? And you saying one thing that they can kind of construe. As some tough guy talk, are they, oh, you're escalating this? Right. Oh, you jumping in this now? Oh, you want to take it there? Right. Yeah. Now, these could be people who see you around all the time. Mm-hmm. And if you're a public figure, you have no idea who everybody is in the room. Mm-hmm. You don't know who's a friend or a foe. And sometimes it's not even about you. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if I said something that got one of my friends hurt, the guilt would kill me. Right. You know, the guilt alone is enough to, to really just haunt you. And no one it's no one's fault no one this was in the early early days of the internet right. 2001 i don't i had never heard of anything like that turning into that right right i mean back then it was still a prerequisite that you had to kind of be able to back up what you talked online right now people are just like look you're just a troll yeah you have no intentions of being you know which is odd that now even though we think it's fake these things can even people can kill now yeah things can some people is yeah. about about that work yeah <laughs> they about that Straight up. I, for so, some reason, I don't know. Yeah, so like whoever you are, like be careful about escalating these situations, man. And uh, you know, I've I've made my mistakes in terms of escalating mm-hmm. situations. I always try to, you know, but then ultimately you have to come back to it like 
what can happen to everybody around me if this goes too far? Yeah, it's, a, it's about evaluating the consequences. You know what I mean? Because before you take it somewhere, you have to think like, okay, you got to think about the things that you say. Yeah. So if I say this, how might someone react? How might one react to me saying this? Or am I saying this just to be an asshole and piss this person off? Yeah. And how will they react to that? You know what I'm saying? You you never know what you, how how what you say can escalate the situation because you don't know how somebody's going to take it. I mean, you could you could be saying something that's not even really serious, but somebody can take it serious. So you got to just be mindful of who you're dealing with and make sure you watch what you say so it doesn't escalate and get to that point. Yeah. And, and understand, people are not going to necessarily match you. Mm-hmm. They're going to seek to go a step beyond where you went. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's a debate. Yeah. So if you're debating on a topic, the next step is threats. Right. And if you match them, say, oh, well, you're going to threaten me. I match you on physical threats. Then someone's going to take it to guns. Right. And once you start taking it to guns, there's no de-escalating that. Yeah, there's no going back. No going back. I mean, you got two young dudes in St. Augustine, Florida, who are dead, mm-hmm. age 25 and 30, because they decided that we're not going to de-escalate this. Yeah. You know? You back down. No, you back down. No, you back down. <laughs> dead. Both of them. Right. Neither of them can say, you know what? I have a daughter. I have a family. I have a wife. I have people who care about me and putting my life in danger over this is kind of disrespectful to them Mm -hmm. when you really think about it it's like hey man once you have people who are dependent upon you your life isn't just yours anymore Mm, right and uh we got to keep that in mind man yeah you know because it's just it's just beef it's not it's stupid man yeah like i don't really i don't want to get in no fights yeah, you I'm, know, like, I'm too I mean, old to be fighting. Oh yeah, nah, too grown. Fighting's whack. Like I'm a I'm a lover of MMA, mm-hmm. but once I started liking MMA, it made it impossible for me to watch regular people fight again. Mm-hmm. It's like I only want to see like highly trained people fight. <laughs> yeah, because when you start watching people who aren't trained fight, it's like horrific to me now. Like, mm-hmm. what are you guys doing? Don't you know someone's gonna get hurt? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stop! Don't fight, y'all. Yeah, Don't yeah. you know? Like, you can ruin someone's lives. Whereas like. Now I can make a clear distinction between like dumbass fighting and like a highly trained professional whose body is an instrument of right. like violence. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That right. shit's that shit's artistic to me now. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I can watch it, but I can't. I don't a bar fight. I'm like, no, please, dude, don't do that. <laughs> nah, I'm nah. looking away. I'm not instigating. <laughs> like, hey, let's get out of here. These fools about to fight. Like yeah. back in the day, it's like, yeah, punch him in the face. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Now I don't want to see any normal people fighting. Yeah. No civilians fighting ever. I feel that. I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. That's the four ways, man. Yeah, recap. Recap. So we got number four. Don't escalate it. Don't. I know you want to. Yeah. I know you think it seems of, like the right thing to yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> I want to win, so I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna take it there. Nah. Don't escalate yeah, it. Yeah, nah, don't do it. Don't do it. Number three. Don't make personal attacks. Mm-hmm. Stay on topic. Yeah. Stay on message if Stay you can. Stay on message if you can. Because they're going to make personal attacks against you, especially right. if they're losing. And the thing is, if you're losing, just bow out gracefully. Let yeah. it fight another day. Go yeah. read up. Do your research. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So next time you won't be in that position again. Straight up, man. Straight up. You know, you know but don't make personal attacks. Nah, don't. Uh, number two, 
evaluate the consequences yes what do you have to lose what do you have to gain mm -hmm. and make sure you really really understand that before you just dive into some internet beef yeah. that can really really change the trajectory of your life your career right. your family everything everything one incident could change your entire life yeah even if you win sometimes it could be even worse yeah there's no there's no you don't get a gold medal for winning a fight right you know you might get an assault charge <laughs> right charge right, right oh yeah you whooped his ass now you're about to do 15 years in jail right you know you don't you don't want that so so evaluate the consequences and then number one know who you're dealing with yes you don't know who these people are you don't you don't we don't don't I mean, know who these people are so many personas out there you for, know yeah for like, the most part you have no clue no idea people are unstable out here mm -hmm. mentally ill motherfuckers out here yeah. with, with internet you know accounts and they're just wilding out saying the wildest shit with no recourse and if you engage them then you're dealing with somebody who has nothing to lose nothing at all so know who you're dealing with word up that is it for this week yeah super duty see y'all next week Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. <laughs>